Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This episode is called Tomorrow or Today, Part 3. Meanwhile, Kitty and her friends were sitting down in front of the fire in what used to be Versa's house. Pokey said, well, hopefully we'll be safe here. Mer said, yeah, but maybe we shouldn't have a fire going, though. Bunny said, oh, good point, and she went to douse the flames. But then they heard a shout from the streets outside. I see smoke coming out of that chimney. Kitty must be in that place right over there. Bunny said, oh, no. They all ran to a broken window and peeked outside. Hypnotizer, Black-Eyed Susan, and Ka Rex were heading their way. Pokey said, Kitty, somebody brought your enemies back to life. Kitty went, Meowmy, don't worry. These three should be easy enough to handle. Bunny said, No, you can't go fight them, Kitty. That could be how you die. The evildoers surrounded the rundown cottage. Doggy and Murr blocked the door with some bits of broken furniture. Oh. And Ka Rex was outside, and he twirled his sword and said, Here, Kitty, Kitty, Kitty. And Kitty went, Aah. And Hypnotizer said, Let's go in through the windows. And he shuffled over to a window and tried to pull himself inside. But Kitty leaped forward and yelled, Kitty Karate, yeah! And kicked Hypnotizer in the forehead, knocking him back out the window and onto his butt. Ouch! Bad Kitty! Black-Eyed Susan said, let me have a go at her. And then she tried to climb in through another window, but Kitty just went, Kitty Karate, and knocked her out the window too. Ow! Kitty said, Meow me, I can keep this up all night. Suddenly, a dark shape flew down the chimney, grabbed a piece of burning wood, and then flew back up the chimney again. Doggy said, what was that? It was Jerome. He gave the burning branch to Hypnotizer, and then he collapsed on the ground, coughing. (coughs) Hypnotizer looked at the burning branch in his paw, confused. Um, thanks? Jerome said, you can, you can use it to smoke them out, light the cottage, <coughs> light the cottage on fire. Carrex said, um, good idea. He snatched the burning branch from Hypnotizer and touched it to a pile of wood at one end of the cottage. <sighs> a flame began to spread. Then Black-Eyed Susan took the flaming branch and lit a fire on the other side of the cottage. <sighs> She said, you'll have to come out now, Kitty. The cottage began to fill with smoke. (coughs) Kitty and her friends started coughing, and Pokey said, what can we do? Kitty said, Meow I'll just go out there and fight them. No, said Bunny, Doggy, and Pokey. You might die. Kitty said, well, Meow we'll all die if we stay in here. (coughs) She looked out the window. She saw black-eyed Susan cackling with delight. Kitty said, Meow me, how do you have a black belt again? And Black-Eyed Susan said, Well, the dead come back as their ideal version of themselves. So now I'm a Kitty Karate warrior, a Kika warrior. And Kitty said, And this is how you choose to act? As an agent of evil? <coughs> That's not what a true Kika warrior would do. Black-Eyed Susan frowned a second, thinking. The cottage was full of smoke now. <laughs> Doggy, Bunny, Mur, and Pokey were gasping for breath. And then flames began to lick at the doorways. <sighs> Bunny said, Kitty, 
Kitty, we have to get out of here. Kitty said, all right. And she yelled to the bad guys outside. We surrender. <laughs> We're coming out the window now. Ka Rex strode forward, sword in hand. He turned to black-eyed Susan and hypnotized her. I'll get her the second she sticks her head out that window. First, Pokey came out of the window. <laughs> and then Mur and Doggy and Bunny piled out. <laughs> they were all coughing. The bad guys just ignored them. Then Kitty popped her head out. <laughs> Ka Rex strode forward to slash at her with his sword. But suddenly, Black-Eyed Susan spun around and kicked Carrex, knocking the sword from his tiny hand. Ow! Run, she said to Kitty and her friends. I'll keep these two busy here. And Kitty said, good job, Black-Eyed Susan. You're a hero now. And she said, yeah, and I'm going to be a better hero than you. Kitty went off for crying out loud. Hypnotizer rushed at Black-Eyed Susan as fast as he could, just as Carrex picked up his sword. But Black-Eyed Susan snatched a pawful of dirt off the ground and threw it in Hypnotizer's eyes. <laughs> Just as she spun around and kicked Ka Rex again, knocking him to the ground. Hypnotizer said, Ah, oh, my eyes! And Kitty said to her friends, Run! And they all ran down the street. But then they saw a figure flying towards them, lit by the firelight of the burning cottage. It was Versa and she held a wand in her left hand. Run the other way, cried Kitty, and they all turned around to head down a different street. They could still hear Black-Eyed Susan battling with Ka Rex and Hypnotizer. Ow, oh, stop it! Yeah. Then they heard a flapping sound overhead. It was Jerome. He said, I brought all your enemies back to life tonight, Kitty. The Shadow King and Casey and all the rest. Oh, and I just remembered another one of your enemies I forgot to call. Rank O Rinkin. A huge, ugly bridge troll appeared, blocking the road. Huh? Kitty and her friends stopped in their tracks. Oh no! The troll looked down at them. Oh, little flickering animals in the firelight. How pretty! He frowned when he recognized Kitty. But you's the ones that killed me. Kitty said, run, and she and her friends turned around. Now eyes kills you, said Renko Rinkin, stomping after them and trying to squish them with his big stinky feet. <laughs> Pokey said, ah, Bunny said, where can we go that's safe? There was nothing else to do. They had to head south into the Mistwood. Renko Rinkin tried to follow them into the dense forest. <laughs> but it was hard for him to break through the tangled vines. Curse you, kitty cat, he said. I will find you and squish you. Kitty and her friends ran as fast as they could <laughs> into the wild forest, hoping to put space between them and Ranko Rinkin. They came to a little moonlit clearing and stopped to catch their breath. They could hear Ranko Rinkin tearing up trees. <laughs> and smashing through thickets. I'll get you, he said. But then he started crying out. Oh, ouch, oh, oh, no, get stems off me, helps, helps. And then there was silence. And then they heard a loud, as the mighty troll fell down somewhere in the forest, not far from them. He didn't make another sound. 
Pokey shivered in fear. What got him? Kitty said, I don't know. It can't be good. Suddenly, they heard crawling and climbing noises all around them. They were swiftly being surrounded by giant spiders. Kitty said, ah, run! They tried to run away, but all at once they ran into thick spider webs and got caught, and they couldn't move. Ah, no! Kitty pulled out her little sword and sliced through the webs holding her captive. But before she could free her friends, a spider, as big as she was, leaped onto her back and bit her neck. Kitty dropped her blade and fell to the ground. Foam dripping from her lips. No, cried Bunny and Doggy and Pokey, struggling to break free. Now a group of spiders came to inspect Bunny and her friends. She could see that they had strange markings on their backs, X's and O's, like a tic-tac-toe game. The spiders seemed almost to be sniffing at their freshly caught prey. Doggy went, oh, Ruffy! But then the spider that was sniffing Pokey froze. It chittered loudly to the others. Almost like it was communicating with them. And then the spiders all backed away and scurried into the forest and left them alone. Mer said, I wonder why they're leaving us alone. Doggy said, maybe they don't like the smell of Pokey. Bunny said, I think maybe they do like the smell of him. They didn't want to hurt him or his friends. Uh, She struggled to get free of the web. Come on, we need to get to Kitty before it's too late. Slowly, they began to pull themselves free of the sticky webs. Uh, uh. And then Doggy went, oh no, and he pointed up at the edge of the clearing. Teenage Versa's coming. Versa flew into the little clearing, her wings glimmering in the moonlight. She surveyed the scene before her and sighed dramatically. Then she looked down at Kitty, and her eyes widened in surprise and delight. Bunny said, please don't hurt her. She was still trying to pull herself free of the webs. Versa fluttered down next to Kitty and picked up the short sword, known as Dorinda. A smile played across her lips. Pokey said, please don't hurt her, and his eyes were full of tears. Versa looked over at him, her face troubled. Then she sighed, rose into the air a few feet, and waved the wand. Praya Kira Tonmetsi, she cried. Bunny said, what is she doing? Objects flew through the air, an orange mushroom, some strange powders, a mortar and pestle for mixing. The tools and ingredients spun and danced through the air, combining and mixing. Then Versa called out into the forest in what sounded like the language of the spiders. And a couple of seconds later, a tic-tac-toe spider appeared. It lifted its fangs, and an amber drop of liquid squeezed out. A drop of deadly venom. The drop flew through the air and splashed down into the mixture. Doggy said, oh, she's going to poison Kitty. He was almost free of the webs now. Versa grabbed the mixture and descended to the earth. She poured a little of the mixture into Kitty's mouth. 
almost at once the foam disappeared from her lips, although Kitty still didn't move. Bunny and Doggy were finally free of the webs, ah, and they raced forward to save their friend. Leave Kitty alone! Versa grabbed Kitty's blade and launched herself into the air. Then she flew away from the clearing. Ah. Bunny knelt by Kitty's side. Kitty? Kitty? Kitty, can you hear me? Kitty didn't answer. She wasn't breathing. Bunny said, oh, no, 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 no. Pokey and Murr were finally free of the webs. They stepped forward and looked down in sadness at Kitty's lifeless form. And Doggy wiped at his tears and said, I hate Versa for doing this. Pokey said, I think, I, I think, I think Versa was trying to save Kitty, maybe. Bunny nodded slowly. I, I think maybe you're right, but she was too late. She laid her head down on Kitty's chest and cried. <laughs> Suddenly, Kitty heaved a breath. <gasps> Bunny leaped up. Doggy, Murr, and Pokey gaped down in awe. Oh, Kitty? Kitty blinked her eyes. <clears throat> she made a face. Ugh. Yummy, I think something died in my mouth. Ugh. Bunny said, that was medicine. And she hugged Kitty tight. Versa saved you. Kitty said, What? Versa saved me? Why? Bunny said, I don't, I don't know. Maybe she's turned over a new leaf. Kitty said, huh. Well, then I guess I kind of like Versa now. Doggy said, and she took your sword. Kitty went, uh, then I guess I don't like Versa again. Bunny said, come on. I think all the bad guys are up to something truly diabolical if Versa's trying to stop them. We need to help her somehow. The animals hastened away. Overhead, Jerome tried to follow them. <laughs> but then he got caught in a spider web high up in the trees. He said, Ah, uh, help! Someone! Someone help me! The only answer was the clicking and clacking of the hungry spiders as they drew close to him. Aw, oh, man, said Jerome. And those were his last words. At the ruins, the eastern sky was growing light. Versa flew into the clearing, having swapped her own short sword for Kitty's blade. The Shadow King was conversing with KC. They saw Versa and he said, We think we have a spell to extend our time back in this world. KC frowned at Versa, but we could use something with power. Have you brought us anything useful? You've been gone all night. Versa pulled out the wand that she had taken from Kira's old home. The Shadow King seemed to roil a moment, glancing down at the willow wand. Versa waited patiently, saying nothing. At last, the Shadow King spoke. The twin flames of his eyes crackled and sparked. <laughs> You bring me this, he said, his voice dangerously quiet. The wand of a long dead witch. A common country witch of middling powers, no less. Versa tensed. She was not common nor middling. Casey said, I knew she would let us down. The eastern sky was growing steadily brighter. 
It matters not, said the Shadow King slowly. I think we have enough power to work the spell without the aid of a magical object. Kitty, Doggy, Bunny, Pookie, and Mer ran into the clearing just then. Casey said, say the spell now, quickly! The Shadow King stood tall and began to utter strange words. Sarada, Ninkoma. But before he could finish, Versa pulled the sword from its sheath. She spun around, dodging a blow from KC, and sliced the Shadow King in half. He cried, dissolving on the wind. Betrayer, cried KC, and she lunged forward to grab Versa. But the animals rushed up the hill and grabbed KC and held her tight so she couldn't hurt anyone else. Let go of me, you beasts! Then they all watched as Dorinda, the sword that could cut through anything, the sword that had cut the Shadow King in half, vanished away in Versa's hands, like it was never there. And then they all just stood around awkwardly on the hill, the animals holding KC, and Versa standing before them. And Bunny said to Versa, Um, thank you for saving Kitty's life. The sun was seconds away from rising. Versa and KC began to become a little bit transparent. And Versa looked at Bunny and said, Tell Fee I'm sorry. I didn't know the truth before. Doggy said, Fee? Who's Fee? Mamma appeared overhead, glowing bright like the sun. I forgive you, old friend. You were a hero again tonight. Versa smiled and closed her eyes, basking in Mamma's light. She looked very beautiful and kind at that moment. And then the sun rose, and Versa and Casey vanished like smoke. Mer squinted up at Mamma's light. Gee, Mamma, thanks for all your help tonight. Mmm, you are welcome. Mer said, um, I was being sarcastic. Mamma started to float away. Mmm, farewell, animals, and good luck. And then she was gone. Well, the animals headed back to the hopalopter. On the way, they came upon Malarkey, the far-seeing. He was throwing leaves on the river again. And Kitty said, Meowmy, you were wrong. I didn't die last night. Look, I'm still here. Mer said, no wonder they call you Malarkey. Malarkey said, but you did die. For a few seconds. But then the antidote kicked in and you came back. Kitty said, oh... Now, do you want to hear the rest of your destiny? Kitty said, Um, no thanks, Meowmy. The old man nodded, pleased. That is wise. Then the animals and Pokey got in the hopalopter and flew home. Pokey said, Thanks for bringing me back to my parents' homeland. Bunny said, um, yeah, sorry it was so dangerous. (laughs) Pokey said, yeah, but it was a nice thought. And at least I got to see a couple of Mimis, even if they were 
dead and evil. <laughs> Bunny shook her head. But Versa wasn't evil last night. For some reason, she chose a different path. Kitty looked out the hopalopta window at the landscape flying by, and she thought about the party pooper prophecy that said that she would destroy magic woods one day. Was it true? And if so, could she choose a different path like Versa did and change her destiny? She hoped so. Well, that's the end of the story, tomorrow or today. And it took place during the time of season three, about ten years before Magic Woods got destroyed. And I don't know if you can remember all the way back to the end of season three, but Kitty and Doggy and Bunny and Murr and Pinky and Chippy and Whisker and Xanadu the wizard took Doggy's hopalopter out past the edge of the world out into the really weird lands and Kitty said the word and created a whole new world and that's what the next season is about their first adventures in the new world and the next story is called Dreams and disappointment. Goodbye.